Hello everyone and welcome to episode 2 of our study of the 15 Laws of Growth by John C. Maxwell. This is Jeffrey Love and I'm a member of the John Maxwell team as a certified coach, speaker, and trainer and also a DISC consultant. And I am working on these episodes in order to hopefully bring some really powerful information to everyone out there and help you find a way to grow and do some things really in your life that you, you've been wanting to do and you just weren't sure how to quite get there. So this week's episode, I'm actually focusing on one of the most critical, if not the most critical laws in the book by John Maxwell. It is chapter one. Last week we did the law of the rubber band and this week I'm going back to chapter one to the law of intentionality. And Basically, the law of intentionality simply means that growth does not just happen. The only way you're going to grow is if you are intentional about it. And we talked about the, the law of the rubber band last week. And in that, you know, we're talking about stretching and making yourself stretch every single day so that you could grow and become a better version of yourself. Self. And then in, in doing that, help those around you to grow. Well, with with that law, the only way that happens is if you're intentional. You have to be intentional about it. So there are some some traps that John talks about in, in chapter one, and, and there's quite a few actually. And as we're going through those, I'm sure that we all can relate to some of these, if not many of these, which is sad to say, but, but I think we all do this when we're trying to grow or when we're thinking about a big idea or something that we want to do. So we're just going to kind of go through a few of those. Uh, the first one is the assumption gap. And this one, I think, just kind of happens. You know, we just, we just assume that growth is going to happen, that we're automatically going to grow. And, um, you know, that's not the case. You know, so many of us, we get out into the world and we start working from day to day to day and, you know, we get into the routine and we're, you know, we're, we're taking care of our lives, our families, or whoever it might be or whatever it might be that we're focused on. And we get kind of into just a, a rut. And it's fine, you know, things are working out, you know, we're paying our bills, sometimes we're not, not quite there, but, but we're just kind of in a rut. And that's because we just assumed that we're going to grow. And you know, when you're, when you're a child, you're, you're challenged to grow. You have to go to school. The, the law makes you go to school. Um, as you become a young adult, you have to stay in school and hopefully graduate. Some people, you know, go other routes. But after you graduate from high school, in so many cases, there is not a clear, you know, definition or path or, or anything like that for people. And, you know, some people go ahead and go to college or whatever. but. But so many of us out there just, just assume that we're going to grow. And once we start getting into that routine, we, we kind of get trapped. So we have to make that decision. We can't assume that's going to happen. The other um, thing that John talks about in this is the knowledge gap. You know, the, one of the growth gap traps is the knowledge gaps. And that basically is just, I don't know how to grow. You know. You can't be intentional about something if you don't know how. And that's one of the reasons we're doing these episodes is trying to make sure that people know what they need to do to grow. And one of, one of the keys to that is knowing more about yourself. You know, we do a lot of things in the John Maxwell team. One of those is a DISC personality assessment. And in going through those assessments, 
you will learn a lot about your personality style. It's kind of a personality manual. It's kind of your self-help manual, your personality manual, kind of like a book. When you, when you buy a new car, you get an owner's manual. Well, nobody ever really gives you one of those for yourself. So not having that knowledge of how to grow is something that, you know, we try to help people get to that point of understanding where they, they know more about their personality, who they are, what their weaknesses are, what their blind spots are, but what their strengths are. And one of the things that we talk about in the John Maxwell team is focusing on our strengths. You know, a lot of times you try to say, well, I'm really weak in this category, so I'm going to work on that. You know, the reality of it is you're, you're probably only going, going to go up, you know, two, maybe three notches if you work really, really hard. So, so if you're a seven in something, you could potentially get to a nine or 10 on a scale of one to 10. But if you're a two or a three, you probably ought to let somebody else work about, work on those things. The, the highest you're going to get is to a five or a six. So you're never going to be great. You're just going to be average. And we talked about, you know, people who settle for being average in the last episode a little bit, but people don't pay for average, you know? You've got to be great or, or close to it for people to really pay and listen and pay attention to what you're doing. So, um, you know, you just have to, you have to really be intentional about growing, but learn more about yourself so that you can identify what your real strengths are and then grow in those areas where you're really good. So another gap that John talks about is the timing gap. And this one kind of ties into the other ones, but basically is when we say, hey, you know, I'd love to do that, but it's just not the right time now. It's not the right, you know, I, it's not the right time financially. It's not the right time relationally. It's not the right time career-wise, all of those things. And it couldn't be further from the truth. It's always the right time to make a change, to do something, to make yourself better. And if anyone criticizes you for trying to grow, then maybe they don't they don't need to be around you you know now is the moment and you know the you go back to the old nike slogan just do it do it now don't wait because if there's something that that you're you know you're really focused on something you're passionate about and you're just holding off because you think it's not the right time it is the right time don't wait on it um there's also the gap of mistakes you know being afraid of making mistakes and and I can tell you this, we all make mistakes. We make mistakes every single day. But a mistake is simply a way of doing things. That's something that Warren Bennis said, and John quoted that in the book. But, you know, in order to do great things, you have to be willing to take risk. And, and when you take risk, you're always going to have some mistakes. You're always going to fall down every now and then. But the key is, what do you learn from those mistakes? You know, people talk about, experience being the great greatest teacher and in the John Maxwell team we talk about experience is not the greatest teacher it's evaluated experience and when you fail and you can evaluate the mistakes that made you fail and then improve because of that that is growing so don't be afraid of making mistakes another gap that we talk about is having to find the best way before you start something kind of goes back to the mistake gap you're going to make mistakes but there is no best way. It's your way. Your way of doing it is the best way. And you will figure out the best way for you because the way I do it, the way your 
brother, your sister, your best friend, your neighbors, your coworkers, the way they do it might not be the same way you do it, but you might get to the same result or you might find a better way. Don't wait for the best way before you start because if you, if you wait for the best way, you'll never start. You'll never begin. So the next gap beyond that is the inspiration gap. Um, what we mean by this is I don't feel like doing it. So if you don't feel like doing it, you know, <laughs> that's one of those where, you know, I, I, I say this, I, I say, you just need a, a kick in the rear, you know. If you don't feel like doing it, you're trying to wait on the best way, you're afraid of making mistakes, you just don't feel like doing it, you know, that's, that's something you're going to have to address. If you don't feel like doing it, nobody else is going to do it for you. So it's like when you're, you're, you want to, you say you want to lose weight. Well, in order to lose weight, you've got to be serious about it. You've got to plan a diet. You've got to plan exercise. You've got to do all these different things. And I know losing weight is different for every person, but you have to do it whether you feel like it or not. If you don't feel like it, you still have to be intentional and you have to do it. Um, another gap that you know people face when they're trying to grow and, and be intentional is the comparison gap and saying that others are better at this than I am. Others are better, you know, nobody's going to listen to me because these other guys are better than me. Well, I can tell you what, you know, going through this program with the John Maxwell team and all of these different books, I've had some incredible coaches and teachers and speakers that I've been listening to and you know, in starting this podcast, I struggled with the decision. I kept asking myself, am I really good enough for this? Am I good at, is, is anybody really gonna wanna listen to me? You know, are they, want, are they gonna care what I have to say? And I, I've always worried about that. You know, it's one of those things always in the back of my head. And before I published the first podcast last week, I sat at my computer screen probably for a good 30 minutes. I'd already recorded it, put in the background music on, on the Anchor website and everything and, and had it sitting on my screen for at least 30 minutes, staring at it, reading the description over and over and over, thinking, I'm not sure if it's good enough. There's other ones that are better out there, but, but you might just be the person that gets it right. Or you might be the person that connects with someone that I can't connect with or the other guys can't connect with. So never use others are better than I am as an excuse. Another expectation gap is I thought it would be easier than this. You know, life's not easy. You know, preparation, and this is in the book, preparation or growth plus attitude plus opportunity plus action equals luck. A lot of times people say, you know, I just got lucky. Well, luck doesn't just happen. Luck comes with a lot of hard work and taking action. And, you know, it, it could be easier than this, but the only way it's easier than this is if you put in the time. You know, I know John talks about on a lot of the calls that we have with him, you know, people will come up to him all the time and say, hey, I want to be just like you, John. I want to write books. And he'll ask them, what have you written? It only happens one word at a time. What have you written? Most of the time they haven't written anything. Or they'll say, hey, you know, I want to be a speaker just like you. I want to I want to do these keynote speaking gigs and you know make a lot of money doing this and get all of the attention, all of the excitement. And they've never spoken to anyone. 
they don't, they don't speak in their companies where they work, they don't speak in their homes that much, they don't speak in their churches, their community. They haven't done anything. So, you know, you've, you've got to take action. You can't just sit there and, and expect for things to happen. Um, you have to put in the effort. So Jim Rowan says in the book, John quotes him, you cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change your direction overnight. And all that means is you need to start today and it all happens one step at a time, one word, one speaking thing at a time. But the only way you get great is by starting and you have to do it intentionally. So in making the transition to intentional growth, there's the big questions that you really have to ask yourself. And these are, these are listed in the book on page 10 in my book. Um, where do you want to go in life? What direction do you want to go? What's the farthest you can imagine going? You know, answering those questions will get you started on your personal growth journey. Um, you have to ask those questions. You have to ask them and be serious about what is it that you really want to do. Do you want to start a company? Do you want to, you know, travel all the time? Do you want to be a speaker? Do you want to do whatever it is that you want to do. Do you want to be a pro fisherman or whatever it is? I'm, I'm just making up things, sorry about that. Um, but you have to ask that question and I suggest writing it down and reading it every day. We, we actually studied this in the, the study of Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich with Paul Martinelli. And uh, we, we talk about the law of persistence. That's actually the theme of uh, my, my website, my my podcast and everything, Persistence Wins. One step at a time, but you have to write down your goals for the year, write down your goals and how you're gonna get there, and you need to read that every day. I would suggest, just like we did with the Think and Grow Rich study, read it in the morning. Recite it out loud in the morning before you do anything else. Put it on your mirror in your bathroom so you see it every morning. And then every night before you go to bed, read it and say it out loud again. Do it two or three times. I put mine on my on my computer monitor at work. I put it right there on the bottom of my monitor. So every time I look at that monitor, if I look down just a little bit in that lower left corner, there it is. You've got to commit to it. And do it now. Don't wait. Don't wait. You have to make that decision. Um, the other thing is face the fear factor. You know, I know we all have these fears and there, there's a lot of things out there, the fear, fear of failure, trading security for the unknown, being overextended financially, what others will say or think. And let me, let me stop on that one for a minute. Um, you know, I come from a pretty successful family. My, my brother and sister have been very successful in their careers. My wife is a successful um, person in, in the company where she works. And um, I'm surrounded by some really strong people uh, with big personalities. And I love them all to death. They're all successful. And, and I've, I've been blessed. I've had a lot of luck um, through a lot of hard work over the years in my career. But this fear of what others will say or think is crippling. And I'm not joking when I say that. I, I joined this program. I talked about it last week. I joined this program five years ago. Five years. And when I first started, I had no no intention of doing anything like this. It was just a, 
a, a growth journey for me. I just wanted to grow. But I knew very quickly in the program that I really kind of would like to do this. I kind of would like to be able to be a speaker. I kind of would like to be able to coach and teach and train and do the DISC assessments. What took so long? You know, what took me so long to make that decision? And when I look at all of these things, yeah, there's the fear of failure, trading security, overextended financial, all those things. But the one that always got me, there's two actually, what others will say or think. You know, if, if they say something negative about me doing this, shame on them. I'm not going to let that hold me back anymore. And the other one that's right below that is the fear that success will alienate my peers. It, those two kind of go together in my mind. What others will say or think or will alienate my peers. Others are my peers. And, you know, I grew up in a very um, conservative home. We, you know, we, we weren't wealthy. We lived in a small house. My mom, my brother and sister, and my dad was, was not home very often. Um, but my mother raised us. And then we lived a lot. We spent a lot of time with my great-grandmother my great uncle and my grandmother, all my mom's family. Um, we just, we have to not worry about alienating people. And one of the things when I, when I talk about this, I always worried about people thinking that I was trying to be something that I wasn't. And I didn't want to appear too big. And, and this is where I'm coming from on this. Paul Martinelli, who's president of the John Maxwell team, talks about on one of his calls that we have with him, how, you know, when you live in a small house, you're everybody's friend. Everybody loves you. You know, everybody wants to hang out with you. If you move to a medium-sized house, you're still everybody's friend, but some people don't come around as often. And then when you move to a much bigger home, you know, where you maybe you've got an extra garage or maybe you've got a swimming pool or, or it's just in a, the, a really nice neighborhood in your town all of a sudden you might not have as many people hanging out with you all the time and that that fear of success like that has always been in my mind I remember when we first bought our house our, our first home a few years, several years back I was worried about you know is this neighborhood too nice for me am, am I really this good and am I going to alienate my family, um, you know, all of my family members? And then when we moved to a bigger house, that fear got bigger sometimes. I didn't want, I didn't want people to have that impression when, in, in fact, I, I think they were probably celebrating with us. But I always wanted to make sure people knew that I remember what I come from. And that is what made me who I am. And that is what made me want to do these types of things to be able to help people. Um, another thing is changing from accidental to intentional. So we talked about last week, people getting into ruts and not being able to get out. Um, you've, gotta, you've gotta be able to look at the differences between accidental growth and intentional growth. With accidental growth, plans are to start tomorrow instead of starting today. Intentional, you start right away. Um, there, there's a long list of these, so I won't go through them, but, but definitely, go through these in chapter one in the book. Um, relies on talent, 
versus character. Stops learning after graduation versus never stops growing. So a lot of things like that are covered in the book, but that's something where you really have to understand the difference between accidental growth and intentional growth. So Eleanor Roosevelt said, once philosophy is not best expressed in words, it is expressed in the choices one makes. In the long run, we shape our lives and we shape ourselves. The process never ends until we die and the choices we make are ultimately our own responsibility. So if you wanna reach your potential, it's up to you. No one else can do this for you. No one else is going to make those decisions for you to be intentional. You have to make the decision to be intentional. So keep that in mind. Um, you know, pass this on to your friends, anyone that you think could benefit from this information. And uh, thank you so much for listening. I will say again, like I said last week, if you have any questions, if you would like to discuss anything about the podcast this week or or anything related to being in the John Maxwell team, please send me an email or a message on Facebook. My email is jeffrey at jeffreylove.com. And don't forget that's Jeffrey with a G. And um, I really appreciate you listening this week. And I will be back in touch with you soon. Thank you.